0: It is lights out and away we go. Hello, racers. Welcome back to the Harder Soft F1 Podcast. I'm your host, Adrian Huff, joined, as always, by my co-host, RJ McCullough. This is episode 70. I'm not sure if I've already said that, but we're going to jump right into some news here. We've got the Singapore GP this weekend. We're going to get into that a little bit later in the episode. Uh, we're going to start with some Formula One news that's been dropping this week. Breaking news today, Zhou Guan Yu renews his contract with Alfa Romeo through 2024. And could be just cut and dry like that, but, you know, I personally, and RJ, we're going to get your opinion on this here in a second, but I think that <laughs> a couple people on Twitter have been saying that silly season is dead. There's no silly season. <laughs> and I think they're implying that this has just been sort of a boring year, <laughs> I guess you could say as a whole, with certain uh, details or... You know whether it's the racing or whether it's the actual contracts that we're talking about, the behind the scenes. But uh, yeah, I personally, you know, I did mention to you uh, not on the show this morning uh, about uh, once again my Americanness is coming out. I'm going to pronounce this incorrectly, no doubt. But Theo Porchard, Porcher? Porsche? I think that's so, yeah. something like that. Think, yeah. yeah. So yeah, his Theo. Uh, was sort of rumored to be a potential contender for that Alfa Romeo second seat. And I was a little bit optimistic about him just because he's doing so well in his racing circuit this season. But at the same time, you know, uh, I also like Joe Yu. He's done pretty decently. He's not, you know, been offensive by any means. So I just do think, I do agree that it's just kind of, not boring, but just a little <laughs> uninteresting, you know, especially with Audi taking over uh, so soon, you know, who knows if they're going to keep these guys. I'm sure they have much bigger names in mind, at least at this stage. So, what do you think? You happy? You think it's a little boring? What do you think? Uh, I think uh, it's kind of what
1: I expected to be honest. I mean, he's hasn't done bad. Uh, I mean, last year they, they weren't going to let him go, if for nothing else than walking away from that Silverstone crash which was crazy but uh he's two points behind Valtteri Bottas so it's not like he's i mean neither one of them are like doing incredibly well but i think really the, what it comes down to is no they only extended him to the end of 2024 so i think like half sure. the grid has a contract that's up 2024 so it's uh that's real that's the real like next year is going to be the real silly season like who's going to oh, get yeah. to the end of 24 so i think that's really what it is not just there's no point in uh going for a new driver at this point. I think they named Theo Pochera the reserve driver. So, I don't know. I think it's kind of par for the course. I'm not uh, ecstatic about it, but at the same time, like, he does... I know we don't see it in North America, but I'm sure uh, in China and Japan potentially as well, he's, uh, like, there's a big market there. I'm sure they're making a lot of money off him driving for their team, and obviously they're rebranding, and they're going to... Um, probably bring new drivers in at the very latest 2026. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think that's pretty much my take on it. I don't think it's really that big of a deal, to be honest. Um, So yeah, nothing really, too much more to add on on that. I guess we'll see, yeah, we'll see maybe halfway through next year if he's not, uh, if he's not performing, maybe they'll move on from him. Um, But something that someone has not moved on from still, Felipe Massa is now calling for Lewis Hamilton to support him getting 2018, believe it or sorry, 2008, I think it actually was, the thing I put down 2018, but I'm pretty sure it's 2008. Uh, it is. Th- yeah, the year he won by one point, and it was a crazy finish, one of the craziest finishes we've seen, but uh, yeah, now he's trying to get Lewis, the guy that won the championship, to like, support him because he said Lewis is a humanitarian, and Lewis always does the right thing, blah, blah, blah. Um, pretty crazy I mean that'd be like Lewis calling for Max to get 2021 overturned like <laughs> it's just not gonna happen uh, so yeah I think it's they even banned Felipe Massa from the Brazilian GP and he's Brazilian so <laughs> so is Lewis now but it's just a weird thing that he just won't give up on and I know it's a little bit hypocritical because I bring up 2021 all the time but A that's like 13 years more recent than 2008, but B, like, there's an actual gripe to be had there, whereas 2008, like, there's so many different things that happen and the, uh, yeah, I mean, we don't need to go into the details of it, because we've gone over it before, but just sort of strange, what do you think of Felipe Massa just, like, continuing to not
0: let this story go? Oh, man, I mean, I can understand, I, I mean, I can fathom, at least, how, difficult losing that probably was i mean losing a formula one world championship by one point i mean obviously you bring up 2021 but uh you know imagine never i mean to my knowledge felipe Massa is not a world champion in any other year i probably should know that but uh yeah i don't know i think it's kind of a it's a sad attempt at trying to get this award i mean imagine if it god forbid was overturned and given to him i mean how lackluster and sad would that be? I mean, that's all that that season would be remembered for. I mean, people already don't even talk about that year very much, you know, as far as Formula One history goes. So, I mean, I think there's absolutely no way that, you know, I don't know if it's the FIA or just like the, like, whatever government court system is in place for wherever they're placing this lawsuit I have no idea but I I don't see it going in his favor at all so I'm actually kind of interested I'm going to do a little research about why he's not allowed at the Brazilian GP uh, because I don't know the answer to that question I think that's kind of fascinating I want to know what the fuck he did
1: (laughs) yeah I don't know the exact reason for that I think he was trying to go to one of the ones maybe the Italian maybe Monza or one of the ones for you previous to that and trying to like stir up a bit of a like talk to people in the paddock and kind of try and stir up a little bit more conversation about it and they were just like "No, nah, you're not you're not coming if that's what you're gonna do because <laughs> so he was on he used to be on like F1 TV or like the broadcast yeah. the F1, like Bell TV frequently and he's not anymore
0: Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it's very interesting so I guess we'll find out I don't think that it's gonna turn over you know Obviously, I think Lewis is going to retain that championship. But um, Lewis and Toto have been, at least sort of in the previous week's news cycle, we talked about this um, last episode, that the comments that Toto and Lewis have been making uh, about Red Bull. And I can sort of empathize where Lewis is coming from. Um, You know, I think we both thought Toto's comment was a little out of pocket, as the kids say, but (laughs) I just don't, um, I, I I don't agree with anything that Toto has to say as far as records go. I mean, that's why we celebrate them and, you know, keep those. So Max had a couple of words (laughs) to say. I've got them here on my phone for easy convenience and so I don't have to put my face (laughs) directly into the camera. (laughs) Um... So, yes, he responded to both Max, or yeah, Max responded to both Lewis and Toto. Of course, the the second they get into the media room, you've got the the journalists go, so Max, what do you think about the Lewis saying this, 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 and that? You know, it's like, of course, oh, he's going to respond, and it's Max Verstappen. He's going to, you know, be <laughs> a debatable asshole about it. So Max Verstappen was asked about Hamilton's comments about his teammates, and he said, quote, It's not nice of Hamilton towards the teammates I've had, but it's ironic that after his interview in Monza, many of my teammates were ahead of him in qualifying. I respect the dominance of others and Lewis's titles in the past. In my view, it doesn't need to be about others' teammates. It's about your own performance. How you perform in your race weekends and how you work together with your team, the rest is secondary. Maybe there's a bit of jealousy. Good for Netflix, question mark. That doesn't concern me much either, which... You know, I think there's a little bit of there's some truth in that. But I mean, I think he you know, that was like an intentional fuck you, you know, like, holy shit. When I read that, I was like, oh, my God, like that is some like he's spicing up the uh, the drama. But uh real quick, I'm going to uh, give you what he said regarding Total Wolf's comments and the Wikipedia comments uh, when asked about it, Max said, quote, they had a bad race in Monza. So he was probably still disappointed about that. It sometimes seems as if he works for our team, but fortunately that is not the case. So, I mean, there's been some bad blood between Red Bull and Mercedes, but I mean, there is absolutely no good discourse between those two teams. So as a big Mercedes and an even bigger Lewis fan, uh, what do you think about
1: that comeback? Uh, I mean, the Toto one actually. To be honest, I thought he'd go a little bit harder at Toto, um, but I guess I'll leave that to Christian. The Lewis comment, <laughs> I mean, fair game, I guess. Like to go back at him. The only thing is, like, that doesn't really make sense from it. Is saying like, well, the teammate doesn't really matter. The whole point with Lewis's comment was that Lewis's teammates were better in the fact that they would like c- compete with him t- to win races like that's it's all part and parcel of why the topic was even brought up like yeah Max is so much better than Sergio Perez is and like yes that's a testament to Max but it's also kind of a comment on Perez as opposed to like where Lewis was compared to Nico Rosberg and Valtteri Bottas so I mean obviously Max is gonna not gonna say anything nice um, I didn't expect him to and I don't really have any problem with what he said just uh I don't know. Maybe not the well, not the best comeback, but it definitely had a uh, couple little zingers in there that uh, hopefully, hopefully, will it'll be like an ongoing thing. Because yeah, um, I don't know how how Mercedes is going to do this week, but I know they're talk, starting to make comments about how good their cars is going to be for next year, and uh, take those with a grain of salt. But we can only hope that we're going to get another another repeat of twenty twenty one ending properly this time. But uh, we yeah. can only hope as fans that. We'll get past this. Did you have uh, like I, know you thought, I said, like it was pretty savage. did, did you think uh, Max would go harder, or do you think like that it was good, um, good the way he went about it?
0: Uh, I think if he had gone any harder, it would have been a little bit over the line. Just especially regarding twenty twenty one. If I was Max, you know, if I if I was Max Verstappen and had his reputation, I would be very tiptoey when it comes to Lewis just personally, yeah. but, um, I think what he said, like you said that like, yeah, that doesn't really have anything to do with the point that he made. I think that was just him sort of being like, fuck you. Also, <laughs> I don't really, uh, you know, I do agree with this point about, uh, later in the quote, you know, that it's not about measuring your yourself against the person's teammate. It's about your own performance. I do agree with that, but, yeah, I I mean, it was <laughs> a bit of a, a deep cut for that for that first part. But I do think he could have gone a little bit harder with Toto. But, I mean, I'm sure he doesn't care that much at the end of the day. You know, he's still a Formula 1 driver and still has to be PR friendly to an extent.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, I guess we can move on to some Singapore GP. We've got a race again. Um, <clears throat> let's go through the times and stuff quick, and then we can get to a couple couple uh, stuff that just pertains just to this week, or changes for this week. So I'm actually surprised looking at the times there. I thought it was gonna be like really, really early in the morning slash late at night, depending what type of person you are. Um, but it's actually just not bad at all. Practice one, 5.30 a.m., well, yeah, that's early, but practice two, 9 a.m., practice three, 5.30 a.m., qualifying Saturday, 9 a.m., race Saturday, 8 a.m. So all in all, not bad, definitely doable. And uh, the weather, Friday chance of showers or two, with light to moderate southerly wind, Uh, chance of rain 20%. Saturday, for FB3 and qualifying, partly cloudy with moderate chance of thundery showers during the day, 40% chance of rain. And then the race day, high chance of thundery and heavy showers during the day and towards the evening, 60% chance of rain. So it looks like we're going to get yet another, we had one week of no rain, it looks like we're back to another week of rain at least on rain, uh, race day maybe that'll fluctuate a little bit um, yeah I don't know what else do, 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 do. oh yeah they changed the layout a little bit this year um, I only really know it from playing the game but they have removed they've removed the previous turn 16 to 19 due to renovation and it's pretty much just a straight just yep. a straight now so they're saying it's going to make lap times about 10 seconds quicker, which uh, is nice. I mean, the track is a pretty, it's a pretty strategic track. It's pretty, pretty windy. Um, oh, yeah. Not very easy to pass. So, kind of interesting that they would make this sort of change on this type of track. But I'm, I mean, I'm not, uh, when I play it in the game, I'm certainly not upset. So, I'm interested to see how the drivers uh, react to it. Um, yeah, what do you think about that? And what, while we're at it, uh, there's a couple new liveries this week. If you want to mention those, um, but yeah. Any thoughts on yes. the weather, the new layout, the it not being that early in the morning? Luckily.
0: Oh, I mean, the thought of having a wet race in Singapore is giving me twenty seventeen flashbacks. <laughs> I mean, that clip's been circulating all over. <laughs> yeah, yeah. From even the F one site has been posting it. I mean, very dramatic uh, shunt, I guess you could say, but. Shunt. As far as the new layout goes, I mentioned it to you that uh, it, it does. it's slightly disappointing that it kind of takes away, I mean, this was one of, if not the longest races, which I think plays into this track a little bit. I mean, this track is all about, like you said, being very strategic and being very precise with turning lots of corners. So, I mean, it is easing it up just a little bit. It's making the race a little bit shorter. It's making less precise turns. Um, And it also potentially plays into helping out teams like Red Bull and Ferrari where Mercedes and McLaren potentially could, you know, do a little bit better with with the downforce and the uh, heavy corners is what I was trying to say. But, yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, I played the game and, you know, it doesn't really change it like that that much. So it's not like that big of a deal if, you know... They had to do renovations or whatever the reason was that they altered the track design. I I'm not actually too upset about it, but I'm I'm very excited for this weekend. This is a very, very interesting GP. Very very cool looking track, yes. one of the few night races. Yeah, I'll just interject
1: real quick. I just uh in two thousand eight, Singapore had the honor of hosting the first nighttime race in F one history. Whoa. That's interesting. Yeah. Two thousand
0: eight. Interesting. Was that yeah. not where the Um, incident with Felipe Massa occurred, or was that at a different track? I don't think so. I guess not, obviously, because it was like during
1: the day, I thought.
0: Yeah, okay. Could be wrong. Yeah, I'm not too
1: familiar with his lawsuit. (laughs) I know, it comes up all the time. At this point, I'm just
0: like, nah. I don't even want to look back into it. We've discussed it. Yeah, right. Um, But uh, we do have two new liveries. This weekend for Singapore. Uh, Williams are debuting their Gulf livery and McLaren are debuting their Stealth livery, which uh, they are going to be having this weekend and in Japan versus Suzuka. So I'm not sure if Williams is running theirs for more than one weekend. I don't think so. I could be wrong about that. But the McLaren livery, uh, real fast, the Williams one is, I think it's a Pretty cool looking livery i'm excited to see it on the track especially under the lights but the mclaren stealth livery is going to be extra interesting i think it has a potential to just be absolutely gorgeous i think singapore specifically it's going to look really nice i think in japan i think it might look a little you know i don't know i just think about that red bull white livery and how gorgeous it was in japan oh my god chef's kiss but it's like all black and obviously some orange accents for McLaren, but I I like the stealth sort of idea, but it does just look like they've just taken a lot of the paint off and just have like the carbon fiber finish, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. it's, I think it's a well placed strategy that you can do in PR that they're actually trying to implement in the race because, uh, it's going to, I'm not sure exactly how much, but it's for sure reducing the weight of the car by removing a lot of that paint. They still have the decals for the sponsors and stuff like that, but yeah, I'm 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 very excited to see that livery in particular on track at night. I think it's going to look really nice.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that. I think um, the I think said last week the Williams one I really like, although it, probably because McLaren used to have a golf livery that the. Williams Golf every kind of looks like a McLaren with the orange on it there, but um, I think it looks really nice. It's going to look, again, like you said, um, both cars will look nice under the lights. I like the uh, the aesthetic of the night races is nice, so I'm looking forward to that. There is one new directive, technical directive that's come down from the FIA for this week, uh, and some people are saying it's like a a bit of a method to get to slow down Red Bull, which just a little history lesson for those. That would be upset by that. They literally did that after 2020 to slow down Mercedes, and that's partially one of the small reasons why they didn't. Uh, or one of the reasons why they didn't win 2021. But uh, well, Max is one of the big reasons. Sorry, I just lost my train of thought a little bit, but uh, no, you're good. I was coughing. That's one of the reasons that Lewis didn't beat Max. I was trying to say they did win constructors. Uh, mm-hmm. But anyways, uh, I I digress. I don't like thinking about that stuff. Um, yeah, the directive is details of which were circulated to teams last last month (laughs) imposes new restrictions on how far bodywork may flex under load to prevent teams trying to gain an aerodynamic advantage. Um, Max has said he doesn't think it's going to affect us. They never had any flexible front wing or whatever, so I don't think it will hurt us. Whereas, I mean, I've seen clips where the the wing is like bobbing, but I think there's another team. I don't know if it's Williams or um, Alpine. I remember we were both watching like sending each other a video a couple of weeks ago one of the team's wing was just bouncing like crazy it was yeah okay, so, I remember that yeah so I don't think it's necessarily directed just at Red Bull if it does slow down Red Bull a little bit I'm not going to be upset um I think maybe it's again I don't know technical stuff enough to make a bold statement about it but I th- their DRS is crazy so maybe this is something with the flaps on their DRS I have no idea but that's <laughs> just a it's just a thought um mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't think it it's like a big thing. But um, if Red Bull does happen to not win this week, which some people are saying it's one of the best chances for them not to win is just because it's hard to overtake, etc. cetera. Um, I don't know. I'm sure they'll use it as an excuse, which I would too if I was them. Uh, what <laughs> do you think? I don't know if you like looked into this at all. Um, what, what do you think
0: as a Max fan? Um, you know, I did see his response. I agree. I don't know if it'll affect them too, too much. I don't think it's going to affect any team all that much. I did see that it could also potentially affect Mercedes, which I think would kind of defeat the purpose of doing this, you know, if Red Bull don't lose any advantage at all and another top team actually gets a disadvantage over that. I think that'd be pretty shitty, especially if it's an attempt to slow down Red Bull. But um, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Yeah right. Throwback to 2022, or start of last year. But I don't know. I think I I am thinking about that Alpine cliff. I think that was that was either I think it was Esteban, but I could be wrong about that. But yeah, it was bouncing like crazy, and it was a video that somebody in the audience took. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I guess we'll see. I would love if it's it works as intended, and you know, just sort of maybe pulls back advantage just a little bit from certain teams Um, that's Red Bull you know great as a Red Bull fan you know I'm not solely a Red Bull fan I want to see some battles you know I I really really would love to see Leclerc not just get completely stomped on (laughs) to no fault of his own usually but um, I'm excited I don't know if we're going to really see like that big repercussions from this new directive but A lot of fascinating different storylines, you could call it, to watch uh, this weekend. Yeah,
1: yeah, for sure. Um, I don't really know. Yeah, we'll we'll find out if if it does end up being a big deal. I'm sure they'll bring it up, but uh, I think we saw that uh, Danny will be there, but he's not racing for another couple weeks. But what's he doing there this week?
0: So, yeah, Liam Lawson is still going to be driving the second um, the second seat that Daniel originally took uh, Nick the, took it, so that, that seat has had three different drivers in it at this point uh, we, we don't know how long Lawson will be driving uh, in replace of Danny he posted a picture of his hand and it had a big incision it looked, looked like it com- apparently the bone like completely shattered so what looked like kind of a minor accident was actually very dangerous and you know had some very bad repercussions from it, but Daniel did the right thing. So, um, yes, he's going to, he's, he's there in Singapore this weekend though. He's going to be providing assistance to the engineers and to Liam as well, uh, through like engineering. And I don't think he's going to be on the mic necessarily, but yeah, he's just going to be there to help the team. So yeah, I hope we get to see Daniel driving at least. I mean, we'll definitely see him driving before Vegas, but Gosh, how how awful would that be if he had hurt himself right before Vegas? He's getting oh, his man. chance to try, it, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's luckily going to be able to be able to make it this season, but it's sort of brought up an interesting dilemma for Red Bull. It's like we now have potentially three drivers because Lawson has taken to Formula One extremely quickly. Like, he's been very impressive, more impressive and consistent than Nick DeBrees for sure, but, you know, it's sort of, thrown a wrench in Red Bull's plan. You know, they were going to put Daniel in that seat because Christian confirmed today that Sergio Perez is for sure going to be in the team next season through 2024. So I guess so he can unfortunately stop the hope that Daniel would potentially return there. Maybe he could in 2025 for Lando's last year. Or is Lando, I think his contract ends at the end of 2025. So we could have one final year with Daniel. But again, that's just hopium. So we'll see. Um, But yeah, there's, they're not sure if they're going to, you know, put Yuki. There's been talks of having Yuki be the reserve driver for Red Bull, which I really, really don't think is a good call. Um, There is the argument that why is Daniel getting the seat when there's an extremely promising junior driver? And this is a junior team, but ah, I think they would replace Yuki before they would replace Daniel. If I'm being completely honest, just because he's just a, a PR machine and he's got the experience. He's a legend seven eight-time race winner so obviously i'm a huge daniel fan i want to see him still on the grid but i like yuki as well i would hate to have him lose his seat but liam is doing an amazing job one of one of the things i'm going to be watching especially if max just stomps again this weekend i'm going to be watching liam and i'm going to be watching yuki because i think that's them competing is going to be like the most interesting thing for me at least what do you think yeah it's definitely one of the interesting things to watch um
1: I think uh, another thing I'm looking forward to seeing is just they always have those shots wherever Danny is, even if he's just in the, on the pit wall. They always have the shot of him, and then he like notices the cameras on him, and he gives like a little smile, and everyone mm-hmm. goes crazy. I don't know why, <laughs> but that always makes me laugh. So definitely uh, with you that I'm excited to have him back in, in just a assisting role uh, for the time being. But I, I'd say hot seat Yuki Sonoda. Uh, you know Joe Yu staying sticking around, I'd say hot seat Yuki Sonoda because it seemed like. DeVries, like he was like dominating DeVries, but then and DeVries was just really bad, but I mean Danny Rick came in and was like at least on par with Yuki right away, if not better, and already Liam Lawson is the same, so I think uh, if they're going to make a change on that team, yeah, like you said, I think uh, Yuki's more likely to go than Danny would be but we'll see it there's obviously going to be a lot of things, not just the the, uh, drivers that are going to be in flux with that team as they Switch over back to the Red Bull Junior program. So lucky for all of us, we get more Red Bull. But uh, speaking of Red Bull, <laughs> they can. Unfortunately, this seems crazy. But they can win the constructors' championship already this weekend. And how they would do that is, Red Bull must outscore Mercedes by, 43 points to secure its first back-to-back title since 2012-13. The only way for this to happen is Max needs Max and Sergio need to finish one-two to get 44 points and Mercedes need to both get no points. So, yeah, very unlikely. But, Not going to um, happen. Certainly possible, <laughs> and certainly just like a, It's just a matter of time, obviously. We've known that for a long time, but it just seems crazy that it's possible already. <laughs> we really just got past the summer break. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's inevitable, just like Max is. So, <laughs> I, I don't know. I think Max clinched the drivers Championship. I think they might have clinched both the same weekend last year, but I think it was Japan that Max clinched because they had like the rain shortened race, and then they weren't sure if he did really clinch because they, yeah. they weren't sure if they're gonna have full points. But then it was, it was a sh- another FIA shit show. But yeah, it's, I guess so. I guess it wasn't even one race further on last year when they uh, when he clinched. So it seems it just seems insane. But yeah, here we are. What do you think of It is insane. Your boy. It, is it, that was a very weird Oh, sorry. Last say season, again. yeah. I was going to say, is there any track that you would want to see him win at specifically? Like if he's going to win the championship,
0: which he is. <clears throat> well, last season, I wanted it to be in Suzuka, but it had that unfortunate, uh, boring ending. <laughs> Didn't even know if it happened. It was just kind of like, oh, okay, I'm champion. Cool. But. Obviously, I wanted that because of the Honda connection, and now that's not really a part of the team. I mean, I would... The later into the championship... Or, sorry, the later into the season a championship can go, the more satisfied I would be. So, I mean, it would have been just really awesome if he could win in, like, Vegas. You know, I know that's the second-to-last race, but, I mean, that would be (laughs) one of the coolest moments, I think, especially in his career. It's just... That would be ideal, but
1: it's not happening. Yeah, no, be, yeah. <laughs> it's be happening, happening next yeah. week. Yeah, I think Brazil would be cool, but again, too too late in the season. Um, other 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 teams. Sorry, are there other no, teams good. that are, you know of that are like bringing good upgrades this week, or that are potentially a threat? I know Ferrari. You said their car, just the profile of it, kind of suits this track. Is there anyone else? And also mm-hmm. finish whatever
0: point you were trying to make before I started talking over you no you're good we're on you know virtual it's hard because there's a slight delay so it's a miracle it doesn't happen more often honestly because <laughs> we're professionals That's people right. uh but uh yeah like we talked about earlier i would think i'm not actually 100 percent sure which teams are bringing upgrades i know that mclaren are bringing some sort of upgrade in addition to their lightweight livery so i think The Ferrari and Red Bull, I think the the slight track redesign is going to suit them just a little bit more, but uh, from what we've seen, uh, I'm expecting big things from McLaren and Mercedes and Williams, big things from those three teams. I need Alex Albon, and I need, I mean, this is one of the most uh, difficult tracks, so I'm not going to be too hard on Logan Sargent, but I would love to see him get some points as well, but... Yeah, Ferrari or not? Sorry, Mercedes and McLaren, the two M's. They are they're the ones who I'm watching. You know, obviously it's gonna be hard to compete with Max, but I think Oscar, especially, I feel like he's just he's been gearing up for a really really good performance. So my biggest hope this weekend is that we see obviously a non Red Bull winner, but maybe a first time race winner. I think that would be one of the coolest things to have happen this weekend that would be
1: very cool whether it's I mean either one of them would be a first time race winner so that'd be really cool but I just I unfortunately have to pour a bit of water on that right away because Lando Norris will run McLaren's only set of upgrades on its car at this weekend's Singapore Grand Prix so that's not to uh, say that Oscar doesn't have a chance but they're giving Lando, the upgrades then. to Lando first and he, the same okay. thing happened. Um, they say it's up, expected to deliver the biggest improvement in the car's performance since the Austrian Grand Prix um, which they've had a huge uh, upgraded performance then, so yeah. Uh, let's see when I think they say yeah, Landos or sorry, Oscar's gonna get the upgrades next week, but uh, next year Okay. Week, but, yeah, so a little bit of a advantage to Lando, and I mean that's fair. He's been there. He's there. I don't even know if you can say he's their number one driver anymore, but he's their like team leader, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oscar's Oscar's catching. Up. I'd say it's one and one A at this point, or one A and one B. Um, but yeah, he's definitely has like the role of like number one driver but in terms yeah. of actually on track like they're certainly not uh, or they shouldn't be giving like it shouldn't be an automatic that Lando gets like team orders if they're racing I guess you could no. say despite what happened last week when they kept bumping into each other but hey what are you going to uh, do Yeah, um, <laughs> and yeah I'm not exactly sure what Mercedes upgrades are but they seem um, seem relatively optimistic about them I don't know it's hard to remain optimistic every week but at the other day they're still in second place so it's like this is if this is as bad as it gets then still could be a lot worse we saw we've seen them do worse but yeah i guess if i'm going to give my podium predictions and we'll just do like as if max wasn't there cuz for i'm just assuming he's going to win this week um so i guess second third fourth i'm going to say maybe it's wishful thinking but um lando second Lewis third, Lando, and then Lewis, and then Perez. I'll say, yeah. Interesting podium. Nice. I like it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how that would happen, but hey, maybe maybe Sergio will get out in Q two or something, and then he'll have to battle his way back. And the furthest he can get up is fourth. But
0: right. I'm Max going Lando to Max Lando. Oh, Max Lando because Lewis. Okay, I got you. Yeah,
1: yeah. Because but we don't really count Max. So Lando, yeah, Lewis, right. and Sergio.
0: Oh, okay, I see. Uh, man, I have said, I think, since he started this streak and probably even beforehand, that I want to see somebody that's not Red Bull win. So, I'm going to say I think Max is going to win. <laughs> I'm going to try to reverse that the universe on that one, however you, however you can say it. Because every week I wish for Max to not win, and he wins. So, this weekend he's going to win. He's going to win by a lot. But behind him will be I think Checo has some potential to do well here. So I'm gonna be yeah. very boring. I'm gonna be very boring and say Sergio and then P three will be Lando. And I would actually all jokes aside, I would actually be very, very happy to see him win. I think it would be an, a very big feat in his career to for his first race win to be in Singapore. Uh And, you know, obviously his first race win, he's, I know he's ready for it. He's, he, it's time. It needs to happen. So, you know, why not, why not Sunday? So I could really, really get excited about that possibility, as unlikely as it is.
1: Yeah. I'll I'll get all on that. We can get all in on the Lando train this weekend. Um, I did, I did momentarily forget just because of how awful Monaco was this year for uh, Checo that he was temporarily deemed the, street course street track king or something yeah. along those lines <laughs> and this is a street track so if you can get through qualifying who knows but uh yeah it just doesn't get the juices flowing if it's the two rebels at the front because they never really no. do actually battle but mm-hmm. well just happy they're back on track and you know, we're kind of talking negatively but um <laughs> it is it is still still nice to see we'll still be watching every session and reporting All back right, on man. it and you never know when in, when that moment's going to come when Max spins out or something happens. So let's keep watching and hoping. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, hopefully hopefully, some of the new viewers we got last week will stick around and enjoy this
0: episode as well. Uh, any, any, final,
1: any final thoughts from you, Mr. Adrian?
0: Um, yes, just everybody enjoy the race weekend. Hopefully it's fun and entertaining. Uh, and also, if Max wins, you know, it may not happen, but if anybody besides Max Verstappen wins, Make sure you check out our TikTok at HarderSoftF1 because we are for sure going to be posting reactions, memes, the clip, and also just the second it drops, the second the race ends, we'll be, like, updating you. So check out our TikTok. Yes, 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 yes. That's all.
1: Everything at HarderSoftF1 or, or even if you type in HOSF1 should yep. come up You'll see black and red tire. Um, yeah, that's about it for this week uh, I don't know how long was this episode what do we got here 40 minutes yeah that's about sounds this about room. right so yeah that's all I hope everyone enjoys the single poor Granby do you know if uh, Japan is Suzuka's next week or the week after I will find out right now okay. while you're taking us out alright while he does that let's hope, uh, hope at least top 5 for Lewis this week but you never know that's what I'm hoping but yeah we're, we're on the Lando train this weekend Ferrari looked good last time so potentially they could uh, they could pop back up there with another good weekend we'll see we'll see thank you everyone it's, for uh, tuning in adrian it is the following weekend so a week after yeah, a week off all right sounds good so yeah everyone tune back in we'll no it's quick... the one it's the next one like oh, the immediate. Yeah, yeah the weekend. immediate next weekend Sorry. all right <laughs> so we'll have a quick race recap after if someone yes other than max wins we'll go live and yeah check out our tiktok youtube all that good stuff like us subscribe and comment all that All that stuff everyone knows what to do. So, yeah, thanks everyone. We'll talk to you again next week.